Hey, and you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter and DJ L Boogie. To all the mamas out there, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to the mamas and the grandmamas, the great-grandmamas. And happy Mother's Day to me, too. Mother's Day weekend is always the second Sunday in May. It's May 13th this year. I hope that someone is doing something wonderful for you, for all that you do, working so hard to take care of your kids and take care of the family. Sometimes you do it on very little sleep, maybe on very little food. Maybe you're just not feeling so hot, but you get up and you do it because... You are mama, and that's what you do, and you make sure that everyone is taken care of. So on this day, please let somebody take care of you. And you know what? Pamper yourself as well. If you want to get your feet done, go get your feet done. If you want to get a massage, if you want to get whatever it is, get a nice mimosa, glass of rosé. Do something because you do so much all the time and probably put yourself last or close to it. So for that, this day is for you and this day is for me. Let the kids and let the husband and let whoever wants to do something nice for you, you let them do it and you kick back and enjoy. Happy Mother's Day to you. So also, a few days ago, we had Dia de las Madres on May 10th. May 10th is uh, Mother's Day. It's the Latino tradition, which I just actually found out about a few years ago. But it is May 10th, and in the early 1920s, The U.S. actually influenced Mexico to celebrate Mother's Day, but the conservative government was not on board. And with the help of socialist government and the Catholic Church in 1940, the wife of the then president declared May 10th a holiday. Also, a few fun facts about Mother's Day in the U.S. that you may not have known. Let's put it up here. Seven things you didn't know about Mother's Day. So number one in the U.S., Anna Jarvis. She's the founder of Mother's Day. She was inspired to create a day honoring mothers based on the work of her own mother who taught other mothers about child care before the Civil War and organized mothers to promote reconciliation afterward. Number two, Mother's Day became an official U.S. holiday in 1914. It's celebrated on the same day in both the U.S. and Canada, and it's always the second Sunday in May. Number three, by 1920, the holiday had become so commercialized that Jarvis tried to actually have it revoked. And today, more than 140 million greeting cards are sold for Mother's Day. Wow. Dang, Hallmark. Number four, the U.S. Mother's Day stamp was issued in 1934, and it depicted the painting known as Whistler's Mother with a bouquet of flowers added. 
number five in 1968, Coretta Scott King chose Mother's Day for a march to support women and children in need. Number six, on Mother's Day, more phone calls are made than any other day. Oh, wow. More than Thanksgiving, more than Christmas, more than, hey, Happy New Year's. It is Happy Mother's Day. Don't forget to call your mom and say Happy Mother's Day. And number seven, there are also more restaurant reservations on Mother's Day than any other day. All right. Take care, mama. Take care of her. Something else that would be nice to go do is some wine tasting on Mother's Day. I ran across this Sonoma wine tasting itinerary. A glass of Chardonnay and Mother's Day seem to go hand in hand, which may be why so many people head to wine country to celebrate mom. And to give the day an even more maternal twist, head to Sonoma County and put those mom-owned wineries on the itinerary okay mom owned wineries not only do they pour a lot of love into their kids their business is a labor of love that they bottle up for the rest of us to enjoy so here's a few in sonoma county mom owned wineries we've got dutton estate winery we've got breathless wines horse and plow fadia vineyards Pedroncelli, I'm not pronouncing it right. It's an Italian name that I can't pronounce. P-E-D-R-O-N-C-E-L-L-I. Winery. All mom-owned in Sonoma. So even if it's not Mother's Day, you could head on out there and just support those mom-owned wineries any day. Yay, yay. So, Boogie asked me what I wanted to eat on Mother's Day, and my first answer was shrimp, because I love shrimp. I'm going to probably always say shrimp. It wouldn't matter if we were having sushi. It had to have shrimp in it. If we're having some kind of pasta, it has to have shrimp in it. Something, I will find a way to work some shrimp into it. So, El Boogie, he likes to fire up the grill, so I was like, let's get some prawns or something to throw on the grill and maybe some veggies cut up some zucchini and stuff and throw that on there so you know el boogie's gonna do his special jerk marinade on the shrimp we're gonna have some jerk shrimp so that is gonna be that's gonna be good i'm looking forward to that after i get off of work i do have to work tomorrow but i get off early enough to enjoy either late lunch early dinner so shrimp and veggies and something else what you laughing at over there boogie l boogie laughing at me i'll try not to get too involved in what him and Kalia are putting together i'm just gonna let them surprise me <laughs> i'm just gonna sit back and enjoy that's what i'm gonna do did you talk to did you talk to mom see if she want to come by that's the only way I will get in there, throw some other sides and stuff together. If Mom V, Nana, if Nana comes over. <laughs> You're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter and DJ L Boogie. You make me want to
And you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. That song right there is from Empire. That's Jesse Smollett on Empire. That's from season three, song that they wrote for, for Cookie. Listen, mama. So the other day I was watching this interview with a... Jennifer Lewis, she was talking about her new book. It's called The Mother of Black Hollywood. It's a memoir. And you know Jennifer Lewis. She is the, the, the mama on, on Blackish. And she's been in a lot of other, other things too. The, the Princess and the Frog, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, The Preacher's Wife, Think Like a Man too, Cars, Medea's Family Reunion. She's been in a lot of different movies and uh tv shows but yeah that she if you know about her you know she is real raw and uncut that lady right there but she's been through some things so i haven't gotten the book yet it's in my amazon cart i'm gonna get it i should have asked for it for mother's day but yeah the mother of black hollywood and I'm going to read you a little bit about what, what this book is about here. Because I was really like, um, just listening to her story. I was like, wow, man, this woman's been through a lot. So the the description, what this book is, is going to be about. From her more than 300 appearances for film and television, stage and cabaret, performing comedy or drama as an unforgettable lead or a scene-stealing support character Jennifer Lewis has established herself as one of the most respected, admired, talented, and versatile entertainers working today. So in her book, With Candor and Warmth, she reveals the heart of a woman who lives life to the fullest and this multi-talented force of nature landed her first Broadway role within 11 days of her graduation from college and uh, she later earned the title Reigning Queen of High Camp Cabaret. And in the audaciously honest voice that her fans adore, let me see if I can do her. You, you know damn well y'all need to go and get my motherfucking book. She talks like that. I know y'all seen her on, on the video her and Brandy was, was talking about, I don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets. I know y'all know who. Yeah, her. That's Jennifer Lewis. The mama on blackish. So her, uh, she, she talked about how she suffered from mental illness and, and the medication she was on. But then she talked about her childhood and how um, she was actually molested by the pastor. So um, despite all of that, she still was able to, to go on to become, you know, very, very successful. You know, despite these things and, you know, we talk about it. You didn't been through some things. I didn't been through some things, but she was very resilient and determined. And with that and the faith that she had, she was still able to, you know, make her dreams come true. So. So anyways, Jennifer Lewis, name of the book, The Mother of Black Hollywood. So check that out. I'm definitely going to check that out. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, Empire Music. Let me see what else I got in the playlist. I was on Tidal and just looking at all different kinds of mama songs. 
songs with mama in the title all kind of mama stuff so this is the mama playlist that you're listening to right now um jada pinkett has this this uh show well it's actually it's, it's i believe it's exclusive to facebook at least right now it is and it's called red table talk and i watched the first episode this past monday and she had a conversation with her husband Will's ex-wife. Which, you know, it might be hard for a lot of women to decide that they're going to sit down with the ex. They've had a relationship through all this time, but it, it definitely was a rocky one. And uh, they were sitting down and and they were being honest with one another about it. So let me share a little bit with you here. So during this episode which was all about motherhood. Jada Pinkett Smith revealed regret at first dating the the Independence Day star, her partner of of more than 20 years now, when he was still married to Cherie Fletcher. And she told Cherie, I didn't understand marriage. I didn't understand divorce. I probably should have fell back. And then Fletcher, who split with Will Smith in 1995, she joked back. She was like, you think? So the two of the ladies had a heartfelt dialogue about what it was like to blend their two families. And uh, when when Jada and Will first got together, he already had a son with Cherie. And uh, the women shared a time when they didn't get along too well on this show. And (laughs) let me see. Oh, Fletcher. Cherie Fletcher, she said, I remember saying, bitch, you living in the house I picked out. And then Jada was like, it's my house now. I was like, ooh-wee. They should have been boxing. But they were talking about it and they looked back on it laughing. And then later on, uh, they got emotional. And Fletcher told Pinkett, you took the initiative to make things right. And she said, uh, the one thing... I will always say about you is you always say, Re, I apologize. And she said that, that Jada always owned it and she thanked her for that. That's huge. Like, how often do do we want to own things when we know we were in the wrong, maybe even in the middle of doing the wrong and saying the wrong? We might know it, but yeah, we ain't even going to go back and say, I'm sorry. When you know you were foul, when you know you were wrong, man, do you know how huge it is to own up to it and just go and say, I'm sorry, man, it could change so much. So anyways, watching two powerful moms hash out form- former issues productively and compliment one another's parenting skills might just be what we need to celebrate Mother's Day right. So when you get a chance, check out Red Table Talk. If you just Google Red Table Talk, I'm sure that that will pop up first. There's already a lot of views on it, and it's really cool. Also, Jada has her daughter there and and her mother. And, oh, my gosh, her daughter is like 17 now, and she is so mature and wise for her age. It was really cool just listening to her, her input. And Jada's mom, too, just like, her being so honest and she was talking about how 
she didn't even like that situation for Jada when she first got with Will. Like, she didn't like any of it. She didn't want that for her at all. And, you know, that's mom being mom. So she was also honest about uh, her and how difficult it was when she had Jada because she had her really young and just, you know, trying to take care of her. And she was hard on herself about it, as we often are. But it was just really cool to listen to the honest dialogue that, you know, that that kind of talk that you get up from the table and walk away and feel so good and so happy that you had that talk. You walk away feeling just like maybe a weight was lifted off or maybe you just feel joyful or just feel like, you know, I I I just showed myself that I I've grown a little bit. Okay. Pat, pat, pat on the back, back, back. Ain't nothing wrong with acknowledging that about yourself and getting with people that you care about and having those conversations. Like, it does a lot. It fills you up. It fills you up to be around good people, having good conversation or talking about some things that you needed to just get out. Man, that just feels wonderful. It feels better than any bottle of wine. That you could well, yeah, mate. Well, okay, it's right up there with with a few good bottles of wine. How good you feel when you walk away from <laughs> from that table talk? <laughs> and you're listening to the Lounge Talk podcast with your girl Ann Carter and DJ L Boogie. And you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast and Carter DJ L Boogie. And while we're still talking about uh, Jada Pinkett, I ran across something here in a sneak peek of episode two from her Facebook watch show, Red Table Talk. She shares tearfully uh, the impact of the tragic death of the iconic rapper Tupac, who was her longtime best friend. And she says, a lot of people try to figure out my relationship with Pac. That was, you know, a huge loss in my life, is what Pinkett Smith tells her mother, Adrian Banfield-Jones, and her 17-year-old daughter, Willow, because he was one of those people that I expected to be here. And my upset is more anger, she says, because I feel that he left me, and I know that's not true. I really did believe he was going to be here for the long run, Pinkett Smith says. So, yeah. She said long before the world knew their names. The pair was just aspiring artists at the Baltimore School of the Arts in Maryland. And uh, yeah, she just she just opened up a lot about their their friendship. And she said, "Okay, I'm gonna share a little bit more." It was the first day, and he came over to me and introduced himself. And she uh, she's recalling this back in a May 2009 interview. And in high school, Pac was a little funny looking, she said. Definitely from looking at him, wasn't necessarily the type of cat that I would even like deal with, she said. And she continued, but as soon as he approached me, he was like a magnet. Once you paid attention to him, he kind of sucked you in. And we hit it off from that moment on. I don't think either one of us thought we would have made it in the way that we did but we knew we were going to do something and uh, when he was killed in 1996 
Jada hadn't been speaking to to Tupac after a hardcore argument about their changing lives. And she says, it definitely taught me a lesson, which is life is too short and do not let disagreements stand in between you and the people that you love. So this will be on the next episode of Red Table Talk, which hits Facebook. Watch on Monday, Monday the 14th. Beautifulest ladies in the world. I love you, mama. Keep it strong, buddy. And you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. Happy Mother's Day to my mama who is resting in peace, Constance Eliza Amos. Nana's baby is named after her great-grandmother. That's where Eliza came from. And you know what's funny? Some of the stories that my mom, my mom had so many stories about like when she was young and stuff and growing up in Honduras. And I I could picture Eliza doing some of the things that my mom told me she did She was when she was little. I remember this one particular story when some little girl was messing with her and she was just like, you know what, I'm about to get this girl back. And she told me that she found a rock. And the little girl was, I don't know, she was at a distance. I don't know if she was running from her or what it was. But she said, I took that rock and I threw it at that girl, man. She hit this girl upside her head with a rock. And I was like, oh, my, wow, you, you was vicious. But she wasn't taking no mess from nobody. That's why. So, Cassandra, when you see Eliza picking up rocks and throwing them at people because she is just tired and fed up and she's going to get them back, that came from her great-grandmother because she took that rock. <laughs> I will never forget how she said that. But she had so many stories about growing up in Honduras and then when she moved to New York she just told me all kinds of stories about culture and about different foods different fruits and stuff that that she grew up with that we don't have here in the in the states and all kinds of stuff and then she would tell me about some of the places she would go and I saw some of her old outfits and her old shoes and stuff man she was styling like she was she was stunting on them, my mom. I could tell. I could tell just looking at, at old pictures and stuff. So, yeah. I have a lot of good memories of my mama. Especially in the kitchen. That's why I love to bake and, and cook. Like, I used to really watch her a lot. And then eventually she let it. She she would start letting me do little things like mash the yams and cream the butter for the pound cake. I used to always have to lick the bowl when she made cake. She had this orange ceramic bowl. It was orange on the outside and white on the inside. And she used to use this wooden spoon. And I don't know how the heck, like to this day, I cannot figure out how she was able to whip up stuff with that spoon. But she would like whip with it. Stuff that you would use a whisk or now KitchenAid mixer with a paddle attachment on speed three (laughs) my mom used to do that like with this wooden spoon and i was just like dang when i look back on on some of the old school stuff methods and everything and ways that she used to make things i'm just like wow i couldn't imagine doing it like that now but i also 
can't get a lot of things to turn out the way her stuff did. Well, it's probably that special touch. Yeah. Sweet potato pies, pound cakes. She used to make banana bread from scratch. She used to make all this stuff from scratch. She used to do all kind of stuff. She would do all that and then raise all seven of us, take care of my dad, keep the house clean and in order. Like She did a lot. I couldn't imagine having seven kids. Having two for me is like plenty. Cassandra, Kalia. Yeah. They 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 was <laughs> they was enough for me. <laughs> Them too. Yeah. My mama. Boogie, you got any funny stories? Can you think of anything? He's like, I'm not the funny story guy. I remember that story you told me about your mom when she yelled at you to get dogs out the house. <laughs> and I was cracking up because I couldn't even picture your mom talking like that. She said, get them motherfucking dogs out of my house. And she don't even talk like that. <laughs> well, she did then. <laughs> as soon as she said them words, you knew. She meant what she was talking about. Happy Mother's Day, Felita. That's my mother-in-law. She's the best mother-in-law in the world. Anytime I hear people talking about their issues with their mother-in-law, one, I can't relate to it, and then two, I'd be like, my mother-in-law is better than yours. <laughs> she always has our back. She has my back. Always. With good advice, too. So happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to my sister, Alina. I was just asking her about where her name came from because I knew I heard the story a long time ago that her name is a combination of both grandmas from my mom and my dad's side. Because my dad's mom's name was Alice Lena. And it's funny, my, my mom's mom had the same middle name, Lena, also Gladys Lena. Alice Lena and Gladys Lena put together. Her name is Alina. That's where that came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So rest in peace. Happy Mother's Day. And rest in peace to my grandmas. I didn't get a chance to know my grandmas. I didn't grow up with my grandmas. So I've always been on the West Coast and they were out in Brooklyn. Well, actually... My dad's mom, she passed before I was born. But I used to talk to my mom's mom on the phone when I was little. But never got to meet her. Yeah. And also, happy Mother's Day. Rest in peace to Grand Grand, Selma Harris. I loved her. She she used to crack me up, some of the stuff she would say. Because you know how when you start getting older... Um, you kind of lose the filter and go back to when you were like little. So you just say what's on your mind. I wonder if that's going to happen to us. Probably. I mean, I think it just happens <laughs> when you get older. You're like, I don't care. This is what it is. Grand Grand used to lean over and say some of the funniest stuff to me that only I would hear and just burst out laughing. People looking at me like, what are you laughing at? She would say stuff like, Look at that girl booty so big you can set a glass on it and it won't fall off. I was like, oh my god. 
I just get weak. People are looking at me like, what are you laughing at? Then this would be like at a baby shower or brunch or something like that. She'd just sit next to me and say funny stuff about people. Just lean over real soft and then laugh. It was so funny. Yeah. Rest in peace, grand grand. Rest in peace to your other grandma in L.A. Mary Card. I met her once when we took a trip to L.A. You weren't there, but it was when, when me and Shalandra and Kalia rode out there. And Kalia was like two years old. And it was crazy because when I walked into that house and I saw your grandmother sitting out on the front porch with her glass on the side, chilling, enjoying her drink. I like it was like looking at you with a wig on because her face was like the shape of her face and everything like features like some strong genes there. I was like, oh wow, Lance, you look just like her. It was a trip. And she was just chilling with her long she had some long old hair. Yeah. Mary Carter. Yeah. I'll always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. There was one Mother's Day. Gosh, I want to say that it was probably a few years before my mom passed. Because she passed in 2014. And there was one Mother's Day where me and all my sisters were in the room with her. And it's me, Alina, and Karen. We started singing this song to her. She's my favorite girl. And she just, her face lit up. And she just smiled. Love my mama. She brought me in this world. I had a video of that. And I don't know what happened to it. I don't know if it's on the cloud or something like that. But I've been through so many phones. And I was like, I know I have it still somewhere. I'm going to find it. Well, but the cloud... Yeah, and actually, you know where it is? It's on the computer. When I synced it up to the computer. Because I knew I made sure to save that. Yeah, that computer that needs to be fixed. <laughs> it is on there, though. When I synced up my phone way back when. Yeah, I'm going to find that video. Memories to cherish. Just little things. You can show to your kids and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy Mother's Day again to all of the mamas. Oh, Boog, he wanted to make sure he was all nice and cleaned up and stuff for for Mother's Day. We're not going out nowhere. He just wanted to get nice and cleaned up and found, you know, he got, got this new, new barber here at In The Cut. In Elk Grove. His name is Jim Sanchez. Shout out to Jim. You did a nice job on my husband. (laughs) I was like, who is that? Who is that out there uh, waiting for me? Okay. Yeah. Nice. In the cut. Elk Grove. Yeah, so I'm just sitting here enjoying my Cabernet. Huh? Oh. I can't read it. That's the problem. 
It's on Elk Grove Florin, right? Elk Grove Florin Road, in the Elk Grove, 9673 Elk Grove Florin Road. Is that what that says? I've been, you know, really like trying to deny the fact that I need to go get my eyes checked because I, I need some glasses. Pretty sure I do. People always told me like, hit 40, and your eyes is gonna be different. And I wasn't trying to hear that because I've always had 2020 vision. Seven ninety six seventy three. I think that's what I had said. Okay, Elk Grove, Florin. Yeah, in the cut. In the cut. Yeah, but I need to get some glasses. Bug be like, well, you stare at the phone all the time and stare at computers and stuff. That don't help. And I was like, yeah, but in the dark, <laughs> I turn the brightness up enough on my phone. Actually, I turn it down because it's too bright. I know. I really do need to stop doing that. I can feel the, the strain. It's not what needs to be going on right now. <laughs> so I'm going to finish enjoying my Cabernet. What is this? The Robert Mondavi. This is one that, that I've been getting often. Even <laughs> Alina brought this to me because she knows I like this one a lot. So, Which other one? What was that called? Oh, Line 39. I almost forgot about that. Line 39, Cabernet, Sis picked up. And uh, yeah, that was a good one. I don't remember the price point on it. No, it wasn't a Cabernet. I take that back. I was like, no, it was light. What was it? It was a Pinot, Pinot Noir. That's what it was. I just remember how much she kept saying, this is good. This is good. I like this. It's good. I like this. Like, okay, it's good. <laughs> Line 39. Hmm. This is some good water here, Bug. This alkaline water. So, you guys have been listening to episode number 26 of the Lounge Talk podcast. We're going to go ahead and wrap this one on up. So, as always, tell a friend. About the Lounge Talk Podcast. Tell them to give it a listen. If you're on Instagram, you can follow us at the Lounge Radio on Instagram. You can follow me, Mrs. Ann Carter, at Mrs. Ann Carter on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, you can send your emails to Lounge Talk Radio Show at Gmail. You can send us stuff that you'd like to hear us talk about, too. I mean, you can send it anonymously if you'd like. I always like getting feedback from people and what they like to hear, what they would like to hear. And we've been getting a lot of good feedback, too. So thank you, guys. Just whether we make you laugh or we make you think about something or make you feel like you want to jump in the conversation. We might make you feel like you want to jump in the conversation and say, no, y'all wrong. That is not that that is not it, because sometimes that is the case. But I just appreciate that you are appreciating something that you hear that might be getting you on your way to work or maybe you're listening to it falling asleep or um, whatever it is. Or you just pop it in a couple of friends and, and laugh because we have some of those episodes where we are just, yeah, we be turned up. <laughs> We're having a good time. That's what it's all about. But we care about our community and our people like we always say and if we can give a little bit of a smile or something bring something to you 
then that's what it's all about. So we're going to roll on out. Thank you. And Boog. Boog thanks you too. <laughs> and we out. Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. Hit the email up. Lounge Talk Radio Show at Gmail. Yo, she was young and so tender Had a baby born, knowledge guard day of September It was her first child, baby boy, little bundle of joy She married Larry, for nine months she had to carry Me and she did it gladly, but sadly Things didn't all work out, so she murked out Pregnant again with my brother wise My grandmother let her in, she had tears in her eyes Now she's back at the crib with two kids She gotta get a job, she put all her faith in God Naive to the world, believed all the stories she received As a girl she had one more seed, another boy reality Now that makes three, all from a man that she hardly ever gets to see she did the best with the things she was blessed And I know I caused drama and stress To my mama, so I wanna just say, yo I always love my mama She's my favorite girl And I always love my mama She brought me in this world See, I always love my mama She taught me right from wrong Cause I always love my mama You only get one, you only get one, yeah Elegant, front page ebony jet, Pam Grier threatened 74, what these bitches is wearing now, she wore before, on tour she said, just stay pure, I stay sure, watch my sister's son and my little one, make me fool when the police came, she said that she hardly see me, I'm in the living room, drinking beer and watching TV, she say that she love me, but sometimes I don't think, she wish I wouldn't smoke as much as though I did not drink, I think that it wasn't no day finer than when my pop snatched my mother up from North Carolina And my uncle snatched her sister boy up right behind us like China You won't find a hard finer, the designer I shoot for my mom's, yes I will Shoot you in the side and let you live a spill Tune in to us on iTunes and SoundCloud Type in the search Lounge Talk Yeah, yeah Lounge Talk yeah, 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 lounge talk. Yeah, 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 lounge talk.
You're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl, Ed Carter, DJ L. Boogie. Hit the email up, loungetalkradioshow at gmail.com.